What is going on and good evening, welcome to another episode of Toy Vaker Talk, it is myself Paul and it is Paul, the two penners are here this evening. Hello Paul. Hello Paul, how are you? I'm alright thank you, how are you? Fantastic, I'm alright Paul, thanks. Excellent. Um, We're just going to have a talk about match day 8, 8 games have been played now Paul. Yeah, so it was a Sunday we played our eighth game of the season. We were at home against Creviente Deportivo, pardon the pronunciation if it's not right, um, and we drew 2-2. Um, so things started to get off into a bit of a negative way and we thought, oh no, here we go again and, and, and heads dropped. Um, we went 1-0 down uh, after 17 minutes. Um, it, watching it, it, it kind of looked like a bit of a, a soft goal to let in. Uh, ball came in from the left-hand side, uh, their front man. Got on the end of it, probably the six-yard box, not really challenged strongly, just dropped it into the um, back corner of the net. But when you look at the guy, uh, it was Jaime Hornet, again, pardon the pronunciation. He's one, he's got, That's his fourth goal of the season. He's one of the league's top scorers already, so he, he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, unfortunately, straight after that, five minutes later, we were 2-0 down. Uh, their guy, Carlos, bagged that one. And then there was a kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the Torrevieja players kind of, you know, the, got to fight back then. And then it was only eight minutes later that we got one back, Sanchez. Um, it was a clever little routine. You'll be able to watch the highlights. The, the details will be in the, the link below on YouTube and on iTunes and SoundCloud. The details, they're in the details. And it was a, a perfect little cross that came in from a short corner. Uh, from Sanchez, and it just literally dropped into the back corner of the net. Missed all the players in the box and just dropped in. Uh, went into half-time, 2-1. They looked a bit shaky. Uh, you could tell that the, the confidence was back in the team. And then we came out, and um, we actually grabbed an equaliser. That guy again, Quintero, uh, centre-back. He hasn't played in, what, three games? Then gets uh, a call-up. And he um, picks up the ball and not far off outside his own box, knocks it to the wing, knocks it to Adrian. Um, and then races up in true centre-back style, straight up to the other uh, goal. Adrian whips the ball in from nearly halfway line, straight into the box. The keeper and the defender both think each other's got it, and Quintero pops up behind and nods it in to level it at 2-2. It's fantastic. I mean, 2-0 two, two down after the start we've had, obviously, heads could drop, but instead of that, the players picked themselves up and we managed to get ourselves a point. And as you say, we were up against a decent team. We had one of the top goal scorers in the league currently. So I think it's a, I think finishing two two, it's something to be proud about. Obviously, we didn't start how we wanted, Paul, but finishing two two, I think um, you can be fairly happy with that. Definitely, definitely. I mean, what we've talked about all along is is the confidence, the poor start we've had, and, and whether the heads are dropping, and, and the confidence in their own ability, and the the guys around them. But and it did actually look like it after the first goal that it was a case of oh no, here we go again. But then it, it wasn't straight away. The guys got out of that attitude and thought, no, no, let's have this. Let's take it to him. It's still early. It was only 22 minutes gone, so there was still 70 minutes left to play. And they did credit to them. They, you know, they, they grabbed hold of the game and, and took it to them. And you can see, certainly, I think it was the, um, the Deportivo who was very much, uh, you know, looking forward to half time. Should we say, and getting the break and, and having a, a, a break in, in, the, in the spell of, of our attacks constantly. I think um, one thing, obviously, that we want to point out as we go into the stat side of things, Paul, is the fact that um, after our calls of a change of goalkeeper, we assume that um, the backroom staff have been listening to the show. Definitely, definitely. So, yes, yeah, so uh, Oscar was dropped again, second time this season. 
Um, we're not sure entirely if that was, I mean, obviously after last game, he'd conceded three um, and nearly had a clean sheet the week before. Um, but it was actually Miguel Cerna who was brought in and, and given another chance. Um, didn't get a clean sheet like he did in his, in his only other appearance. Um, although he did, you know, he did hold his own, had a few, few decent saves, but it didn't look like he was massively tested. Um, he, you can't really put him at fault for the two goals that were conceded, but it seemed like he, you know, it, it wasn't one of the hardest days that, that he's had. Um, the defence cleared a lot of the chances before they got anywhere near him. I think it's, um, it's something to be, to be proud about that we do have two goalkeepers who we can vote in, the two decent yeah. goalkeepers for this level. Yeah, I mean, that's what you need is, you know, for a proper campaign of season. OK, we, we, we were lucky last year. We had Oscar, you know, who was a top-class goalkeeper. He really is at this level and, you know, played every single minute of, of the season last year. Um, but having you know Miguel Serna as a backup, it, it's kind of you know putting the putting the uh, the challenge in him and, and keeping him on his toes, shall we say? And obviously, what eight games in, and he's been dropped twice already. Where well, just keeps him on his toes, as you say. Yeah. Um, anything else from the game stats-wise we're going to have a look at? Well, there's a couple of things. I mean, it was it was it was business as usual. Uh, Pedrinho made five changes again, and um, so out came as we discussed Oscar. Eddie, the experienced centre-back, who we think has had, you know, been playing well recently. Um, Cavas, the other defender, and then Cesar and Lewis, who's, who's been playing really, really well, was dropped. So we don't know if there's any been kind of injury or something's gone on there and he, he, he's been rested. And then in came, as we said, Serna in defence. Quintero, who came back in after three games and of missing out and, and popped up for the goal. Um, Adrian, who supplied the goal. Uh, Juanma came in and the striker Juan Fran. Um, but the, the, I mean, one thing that I want to discuss, as you're saying, stats-wise, it's both at the uh, at either end of the pitch. So we just talked about the keepers. So Cern has played two games now and, and overall conceded two goals. So it's a goal every 90 minutes. Oscar's played the other six and he's conceded ten. So it's 54 minutes for him. So you know, the the, the both you know positives, negatives, and, and things like that. That end. Um, what. What I was going to say is, um, I don't know about yourself, Bob, but as a fan, I'm standing really frustrated by the amount of changes every single game. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it, it's going to be a case of... So there's always a certain amount of squad rotation to, to make sure we last the season, but does it feel more like that we're not sure about what our, our well, first 11 or, or even the shape that the first is going to take? I mean, it's hard. It seems to change. As you say, there's a lot of games to play. Um, it's a long season. We want to get all the players playing. But we eight games in. Our goalkeepers have played six and two. And then also also after that, there's there's four or five changes most games. A yeah. couple less, a couple more. It's it's just... I think it's becoming a bit too much now. I think um, I'm pleading for just a steady run of three or four games where the same side is going out and they know they're going to be playing so they can prepare for during the week and hopefully start to build a, a relationship on the pitch because at the minute they're kind of thinking well I might have a decent game then get dropped yeah I mean that's the scary thing is it, it's the mindset of the players isn't it and, and you know the confidence in themselves not necessarily the guys around them and how they're going to do against better worse teams or, or, or the same level it's you know am I going to play am I going to make one little dodgy tackle got in too early too late pick up a dodgy book and is that going to be me drop for a couple of games I mean you look at the defence there's uh, the only player who's played every single minute of every game still is Vicente boy or right back um, and then you've got Matty Simic apart from missing the first two games sorry um, he's played you know constantly through then he's been taken off a couple of times but they're the only two constants 
it seems to be we've, we've, we've exchanged between all sorts to, to, to match up with them. What about cards-wise during the game, Paul? How was it for that? It was all right. We only picked up three yellows. Um, they picked up about the same, to be fair. But, you know, compared to where we were, again, it was three last week as well. Um, it seems to have calmed down a hell of a lot. Um, luckily, our guys aren't really appearing that way, way near the top of the uh, the division's disciplinary table, should we say, Juan Fran's the top with four yellow cards so far this season. Oh, um, you, yeah, yeah, so it, it seems like that side of things kind of calmed down. And the other massive positive, when you want to talk about the stats and stuff like that, so the last three games we played, we scored five goals. Now, that was something we were talking about so, so much in the first couple of weeks of the season, about where were the goals going to come from, stuff like that. First five games of the season, we'd only scored two, and both of them were in injury time against Boreal in the, in the, when we were 2-0 down and came back to draw 2-2 after they'd had two guys sent off. So it, it, it does give us a bit of confidence that, that that side has been you know, has been sorted. Definitely. I know um, we were discussing, obviously, neither start just about... Um... The players we brought in, we actually had a lot of hope that some of the players who come in, they were goal-scoring players for this level. So I think it's definitely a a, a good thing that they, they stand to score. Yeah, definitely, whether it's a case of, yeah, they just needed to settle into the surroundings, into the team, into the style of play. However, then we go into the side of, you know, we now start to question, is that going to go again? The, the, the fact that we fa- we're fine in the back of that, is that going to change? Because the same guys aren't getting consistent. So, uh you know, we're just gonna have to wait and see on that one. But I mean, I suppose the good thing is, is in one way, it's not great that our joint top scorer at the club is a defender, and he's only played five, six games. I think it is something like that. You know, with two, but it just shows that the goals, you know, are coming from all over the pitch rather than just the front guys. Definitely. I mean, how's this point affected the league table? Um, there isn't a great deal of change, to be honest, at the bottom. Um, if you just bear with me, um, what what's the record? Is it's one one drew one one drew three lost four. So it, it it is a case of down the bottom of the table. It's everyone's getting a really bit scrappy and picking up the odd points here or there. Even the likes of uh, where are we? Bunyal, one of the guys who came up last season hadn't won a game, and they picked up their first one of the season. Did and that did. was to a 90th minute goal. So, you know, there's, it, it, it is all a bit of a mix-up and, you know, and, and everyone's trying to score points against each other. And, and, and again, we, we've got uh, Orjuela this weekend. They're only a couple of places above us. I think they've drawn one more than we've lost or something like that. And they've scored one more, conceded the same. So, you know, there is about five or six clubs all battling around in the same position. Well, a victory can soon propel us up. A couple of victories can Definitely. throw us right up the table. So it is just about staying positive in that in that side of things. I mean, obviously, you've just quickly mentioned there the upcoming game. Yeah, so we've got Orihuela on Sunday at five o'clock Spanish time, four o'clock. British time. Um, I mean, they had a great season last year and they were extremely unlucky because they got beat on the last game of the season 2-0 and that meant that they missed off on a playoff place. It's not goal difference in this level of Spain. It's actually the head-to-head rule. So they actually missed out just because they lost that 2-0 game. But they had a plus 20 goal difference. There's only two other teams in the league who'd scored, they conceded less. Um, so, you know, they've obviously come into the season with, with, with bags of confidence. Um, last season, it's not been the, the, the respondent ties. So when they came to, um, the Vicente Garcia in September, they won 2-0. Um, 
and both goals came in the last 15 minutes. So it's obviously something we need to keep our heads switched on for the whole game. And then when we were at their place, it was like a Valentine's weekend massacre. Um, they beat us 5-0, absolutely run right and destroyed us. So we're definitely looking at forgetting that one then. And what um, I know you just mentioned, obviously, just talking there about the game the weekend. Um, do you want to just let people know your Twitter handle? Because I, I think that's one of the best places to follow the action. Yeah, so if you follow at Mersey Socios, um, that's where we make sure we keep everyone updated with the, the scores of the other games in the division as, as well as the, the Torrevieca matches so we can see how, how we're faring against everybody else. Fantastic. So I think it's definitely going to be a weekend to look forward to. Hopefully we can pick up some um, some much-needed points, Paul. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it probably is a little bit early in the season to be calling it a six-pointer, but you know we really could be talking about this as a big game. Um, you know, this will not only give us a bit of, of a bump if we win it to get us out of the relegation spots, but it drops somebody in, you know, behind us. So, you know, it is, it is vital for both teams to get three points at the weekend. But having said that, you know what will probably happen? It'll probably be another draw. <laughs> Think positive. Um, <laughs> fingers crossed we can get the victory. And I hope people look forward to it. And I hope people share the love for Toviecka, let people know about it. Um, and then most of all, just enjoy learning about the club, Paul. Definitely, definitely. Um, but that's it for me and Paul this evening. Um, we're going to finish the show and play you out with Toviecka's um, official anthem. So I hope you enjoy that and join myself and Paul next week for more Toviecka talk.